Reiki was something that really helped me in my own life. So I was very passionate about helping other people. It was growing slowly, trying to figure out how to tie everything in together. That was actually a little bit of a challenge because people knew that I was doing all of these things, but they weren't related so much. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, Financial Grown-Up Friends. This is an episode that makes me really proud of our guest. She is Melissa Clark, and her relatively new brand is The She Shift. More on that in a sec. Not long ago, Melissa thought she was building a wellness business as a Reiki practitioner under the brand The Holistic Package. But brand clarity was an issue because she had so much going on. She had a children's book. She was working as a speaker. She was hosting a local TV show. She had a line of inspirational apparel and a book on women and ambition and videos and lots of content, so much content. And this was also, by the way, her side hustle. Before we get to her story, quick welcome to our newest listeners and welcome back to our regulars. We are all busy, so we try to keep the podcast here to what we call flux time. The episodes are around 15 minutes, but if you have a little more time, stack them together, binge, whatever you want to call it, it is about making it work for you. Make sure to subscribe and you will get three a week. Go into settings and just confirm that you are on auto download so you don't miss any. And if you still have a second, take a screenshot of the episode on your phone if that's where you're listening to it. And please share it on your social media channels. Help us to spread the word. Okay, let's get to Melissa Clark. Brave interview here because Melissa basically admits after I kind of confront her that yes, she had a bunch of different product lines and content going on that she could sort of justify as related, but her audience, well, a lot of the time they were confused. I was confused, but she's got it together now. So this is a story of how she dropped what wasn't working and built up what was. And no, it did not happen overnight. This lady works a lot. Here is the She Shifts, Melissa Clark. Hey, Melissa Clark, you're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Bobby. Thanks so much for having me. Congratulations on the continued growth of your relatively new platform. We're going to talk about that. She Shift, which is not only a website, a blog, it's also a book, it's also a podcast, and it is growing. You're also a speaker, and it's all about empowering women. Yes, very much so. And I'm very excited to have launched that last year and all of the amazing things, as you said, under that umbrella. And it's not just a launch of that. It was actually a shift in and of itself. It was a rebrand. You made some tough decisions and had to let some things go. Tell us your money story about this rebrand and and pivoting of what you are doing in your whole business. A few years ago, I started as a wellness practitioner, a Reiki practitioner, and my business at the time was called The Holistic Package. And in that time, I was working on wellness. I was also in the writing process. 
things were shifting for myself during the past few years in so far as working more with women through a local television show that I had in my community through a line of inspirational apparel that I was working on. And then my book came about and I really decided at one point that it was the right time to shift everything for myself and shift everything under one umbrella and under one brand. Because for me, it really made sense to have everything under one brand that focused on women and women empowerment. And each item that I have or service that I have is something different, but everything has the same mission. I really had to almost start from scratch and create content and figure out how to change my platform, my website, my logo. So everything under the she shift, I essentially had to start over and start from scratch and create. I basically put my head down for 10 months and worked on my book and worked on my consulting packages and worked on every, all of the content that was going to be under that brand. And I had to figure out really what direction and where I saw that in the bigger picture. So in 2016, I started to transition with the book and it was actually October of last year where I focused more on that specific content. And about six weeks ago, I launched every piece of content and every facet and aspect of the she shift. Was it hard or what did it feel like to let go of your old platform? As a wellness practitioner, that was something, Reiki was something that really helped me in my own life. So I was very passionate about helping other people. It was growing slowly, but all of the other things I was working on, I published a children's book in 2015, and I was working on the inspirational apparel that I have for women. So I was kind of doing all of these different things and trying to figure out how to tie everything in together. That was actually a little bit of a challenge because people knew that I was doing all of these things, but they weren't related so much. So they were, you know, I was trying to make everything about our mind, body, and spirit and improving ourselves and our well-being. But, you know, everything had a little bit of a different theme. So It almost sounds like it was confusing to your audience. At points, I did get some feedback that people knew kind of the separate pieces of what I was doing, but sometimes they weren't quite sure either. So it was a time when I had to reevaluate what I was working on and how I could get all of these things under one umbrella because I was so passionate about working on the consulting side and the speaking side and my writing and doing all of these things. But I realized at the end of the day that everything had the same message and it was the same mission. So I could then put it under the same. So it did take a little bit for me to let go of the other side of it. Were you running multiple social media accounts for each of these brands at the time? I was working on the holistic package and I then switched over. I actually had to create a brand new Facebook account. At the time I had several hundred followers through my old business, but because I had to change the mission of the business, I had to start a new account with that. And then I ended up starting at that time, I went into the Instagram and the Twitter and the LinkedIn. And that's when I really started 
creating more content and trying to be uh, more consistent with the social media. I've been working with the content a lot more these days because there's so much content to work with. And I do, you know, everything from videos to my podcast to different writing pieces. And I really try to keep up on all of that. But everything is under the same mission and theme now. So now I have a lot of content to work with. So what is the lesson for our listeners from your story? I mean, it's hard to say goodbye to a brand that you created that you've put so much into so much of your love and so much money, time and resources. Sure. So shedding that piece, which seemed to be maybe a little difficult at the time, it really brought me to where I am today. And I've organically followed my path, I say, because I know that this is where I'm meant to be and what I'm meant to be doing. So the lesson is sometimes you may be working on something at one point in your life and that could change. I mean, even in the business that I have now, you never know. I always say I do think about where it's going to be five years from now, but I do take everything day by day because you really don't know where things are going to go or what opportunities are going to present themselves in your life. For your everyday money tip, you are a self-published author. This is a world I don't know that much about, but you have some brilliant advice for people that don't want to have to front any money. I didn't know this. You can pretty much at least publish. Obviously, there's things coming up to publishing, but you can publish almost for free, especially this is great, not only for people that want to publish for professional reasons, but maybe you just want to publish a few for a family member, for a special occasion, for a friend's wedding, make a little mini book or something. Tell us. Sure. So with my personal experience for my children's book and for my book for women in business, I've used CreateSpace, which I started with CreateSpace in 2015 is when my children's book came out. So at that time, I wrote the printed book and I had a Kindle version. And for my book for women in business, The She Shift, I have it in a paperback. And what I love about self-publishing is that you go onto their website, you can either do it yourself or you can work with a designer and have them upload the file and it's print on demand. So really, if you don't want to spend a lot of money for a large quantity of books up front, and let's say you plan on doing an event, a table event, or you want to buy some copies for your family, you can go in and you can select how many you'd like, and it's a print on demand. So there's not a lot of upfront costs regarding the printing of the book. And it really, I think, helps a lot of authors to save some costs in that way. And also you said you could do audio and Kindle as well or, or electronic. It doesn't have to be Kindle. Sure. So you can do an ebook. And also now a lot of authors are doing audio guides on Audible or through different platforms. My own audio guides are, I actually recorded them myself and they're on my website. So you can do either, which that also can save costs because it's a digital file. So they're really becoming popular as well now, especially the audio guides. So it's another way for authors to save a little bit on the printing and designing costs. I love that. All right, let's talk about the she shift a little bit more. You mentioned you don't know where it will be in five years. Let's talk about the next five months, the rest of 2018. What's on the agenda? 
Thank you. So right now I'm focusing on my book launch and which is on Amazon and then consulting, speaking and other opportunities. And I have some speaking engagements scheduled and I'm also partnering with some women's organizations. So I'm continuing to do those things. And I really look forward to the next six months to really seeing what's going to happen and connecting with more amazing women. All right, where could everyone find out more about you and The She Shift? Sure, theshishift.com, or I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter and Instagram. LinkedIn, I'm under Melissa Clark, and the others, it's under The She Shift. Melissa, this was wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bobby. Hey, everyone. Here's my take on Melissa's story. Financial grown-up tip number one. Your business has to make sense to other people. If you have to constantly explain how the parts fit together, they don't. And it's okay to drop products that used to work with your brand but no longer do. It's also okay to drop a brand completely as Melissa basically did with a holistic package. And it was hard. She had put a lot into it and she loved it. But to focus on her she shift business, she had to make some hard choices. Saying goodbye to something so much went into to make time in your day and in your mind to build up something that's better, ultimately, is hard, but worth it. Financial grown-up tip number two, take the time. Melissa talked about this revamp going back a couple of years. A lot of that was that her day job took up a lot of her time. That's okay. So she was realistic about what it would take to get this done. Doing something methodically and carefully is not the same as procrastinating. And during that time, she was building up different parts of it to be a more cohesive brand. Being deliberate in your plans and how you allocate resources is a very financial grown-up thing to do. Thanks to all of you for supporting the show. I want to hear about your grown-up money and business experiences. I love hearing from you and getting all kinds of feedback on Instagram, I am at BobbyRebel1, on Twitter at BobbyRebel, and on Facebook at BobbyRebel. For the show notes, go to BobbyRebel.com forward slash podcast forward slash Melissa Clark, and all of the show notes follow the same pattern in that the last segment is just the guest's name. So we keep it really simple. You don't have to worry about what number it was. Just know the guest's name, and it's BobbyRebel.com slash podcast slash the guest's name. And while you're there, Sign up for our newsletter. We're going to get it going again this fall. Looking forward to some great content there. Thank you to Melissa Clark for your candor and for such a real discussion about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and just being a grown-up, figuring out who you are and what works and for helping all of us get one step closer to being financial grown-ups. Financial Grown-Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.